Hello, and thank you for being here. This is the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast, and I am your host, Michelle Burkhardt. Hey, I never take it lightly when people choose to spend time with me, so I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether you're driving or doing chores or listening on your lunch break, I hope that you enjoy this episode, that it adds value to you, and of course, that it makes you think. So grab some paper and a pen because you're going to want to take some notes. All right, let's talk about imagination. So imagination, a lot of people think that it's something that uh, only little children have, right? So that um, when you use your imagination at a certain point in your life, you stop using it and you start thinking rationally, right? Um, The problem is that we often discount the power of our imagination, especially when we're looking at designing something, right? Um, We immediately kind of go into the how of things are going to be done. um, And we can get really lost in that. So a great example of this is uh, I work with a lot of coaching clients on um, designing meetings to be very effective or designing events or speaking engagements specifically, Hey, you're going to do a talk. How do you, you know, how do you, how do you work on that? Or lately for whatever reason, I've had several clients coming to me for help with, um, designing not only uh, a Facebook live video, but also uh, a social media plan. So designing really starts with the imagination. So it's putting a picture in your mind of what do you want? So at the end of all of this, what do you want, right? So if you're going to give a talk or you're going to lead a meeting, what is the result you're looking for? And once you have that picture in your mind, then you can back up and you can do the logical, rational, figuring out the how part, okay? So the imagination is um, a, a conscious brain faculty. So it's, um, for those of you out there who are into the brain science, it is considered an executive function, okay? So much like your logic and reasoning, um, you your imagination is squarely in that part of the brain, Okay. Now, here's the thing. The important thing about the imagination is to understand that what you focus on, you get more of. Okay? So how you use your imagination is really, really important because that's going to be your focus. Because ultimately what you're doing is you're kind of downloading this picture, this vision of where we're going to go. Now, if you're going on a vacation... Um, so I live in the middle of Michigan. Uh, so for those of you outside of the United States, it's more northerly in the United States. And if I wanted to go to Florida, which is one of the Southern States, um, I know out of my own experience that I can jump on, uh, I 75 interstate 75, and it's going to take me all the way to Florida. That's great. That gets me going, right? However, at some point I probably should figure out where exactly I'm going to go, right? So I want to make sure that I have a vision, a picture of where I'm going. Most often that's going to be, you know, your GPS, right? You, you put in your, your destination and you're, you're on the way. Sometimes it's a map. Uh, I've recently been traveling way north and, and some of those places, they don't have GPS. And so you got to pull out your map again, right? But the point is, you know where you're going because you've seen a picture of it, right? That's the way that life works. And here's the thing. 
even though you don't believe this, everyone is using their imagination all day, every day. All right. And if you don't think that that's true, think about this. Most people, you know, when you talk to them, they're focused on their problems, right? Their worries, their fears. For example, um, let's say you get up in the morning. So as I'm recording this, today is Sunday. So tomorrow is the beginning of a work week for most people. Um, Let's say you get up for work on Monday morning and you're about five minutes late running out the door. And you know that for whatever reason, last week you had a couple rough days and you were late a couple times. And all of a sudden you begin thinking in your car of, oh no, I'm going to be late for the third time. What's going to happen? You know, is my boss going to um, pull me into to her office? What's going to, what, what is she going to say? And you kind of go on this story in your mind, right? And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to get fired. Oh no, if I get fired, what's going to happen, right? Oh shoot, I'm not going to have money to pay rent. What am I going to do? And, and you're on this train of thought. And before you know it, before you even get to work in your mind, you have become homeless living under a bridge somewhere. (laughs) Have you ever done something like this before? And, and we tend to think that that is a logical process, don't we? However, if you really piece that apart, you can understand there's really not logic running that show. That is your fear running the show, right? So this story that you've created inside your head, you've used your imagination to do that. Okay. Here's another example. Um, Let's say, you know, you need to have a a conversation with somebody that might be a difficult conversation, right? Um, I was working with a, a coaching client not too long ago, and she was trying to figure out how do I fire someone because she's never done that before, right? And so you, you know that, okay, I got to have this conversation. So I'm going to go in and I'm going to say this. And if I say this, what are they going to say? Well, they might say this. Okay. Well, if they say that, then what am I going to say? And then you back up and you're like, well, wait a minute. If I say this thing first and then they say something different, what do I say to that? Right? Anybody ever do this? You're creating these discussion scripts, right? And you, you spend so much time thinking about, how this conversation is going to go. Or a lot of my clients, they come and they're like, Michelle, help me understand how to have a really good job interview. They have created these scripts over time. Okay, if they ask me this question, this is what I'm going to say, right? They don't spend their time thinking and using their imagination about who they want to be when they walk in that room. Who, Who do these people need as an employee? How can I make sure that I sell myself well, right? They're, they're stuck in those scripts, They're using their imagination. Okay. So much like with my clients who are trying to figure out how do I put on this event, right? We do what we call crystal ball thinking. So we think through, okay, this, we're going to put all the details we possibly can on our page of this is how it's going to go. And then we ask ourselves the question, if something were to go wrong. So for example, let's say people are checking into your event. If something is going to go wrong at that time, what do you think it might be? right? And so you think about that and then you say, okay, let's make sure that we solve that problem right now. Okay. That's an excellent way to use your imagination. You are thinking through what the possible issues might be and you're confronting that ahead of time. Okay. Now we do this with the understanding that when we go and we actually do the thing that we're designing, something will probably pop up that will, you know, we didn't 
we didn't know about, right? But because we've done all of that thinking ahead of time, it leaves us more conscious brain to fix the problem in the moment. Okay, so that's an excellent use of your imagination. Now, your imagination, or you can think of it as your attention, right? It sustains your outward conditions. Let me say that again, because it's really important. And you might want to write this one down. Imagination sustains your outward conditions. So if there's a condition in your life that you don't want, so for example, maybe you want to make more money, you want to get healthy, you want to change in your career, whatever the condition is that you want to change, The only way it's going to change is by changing your attention or your imagination. And if it's something that you're stuck on, I can guarantee you, you are spending too much time thinking about the thing that you do not want. You don't have to believe me, folks. This is just science, okay? You're going to create your life, whether by default or by design. Okay? So... I have a little reading here. It's from Florence Scovel Shin. Um, and it, the title is The Golden Nugget. I think this really is a great example of imagination. So it says, a poor man was walking along a road when he met a traveler who stopped him and said, my good friend, I see you are poor. Here, take this gold nugget, sell it, and you will be rich all your days. Well, the man was overjoyed at his good fortune and he took the nugget home. He immediately found work and became so prosperous that he did not sell the nugget. Many years passed and he became a very rich man. One day he met a poor man on the road. He stopped him and he said, my good friend, here, I'm going to give you this nugget. If you sell it, it will make you rich for life. Now the man took the nugget and he took it to an appraiser. He had it valued and found that it was not gold. It was actually brass. So we see the first man became rich through feeling rich, thinking the nugget was gold. Every man has within himself a gold nugget. It is his consciousness of gold, of opulence, which brings riches into his life. In making his demands, man begins at his journey's end. That is, he declares he has already received. Before ye ye call, I shall answer. Continually affirming establishes the belief in the subconscious. So what what she's talking about as she writes here, first of all, the first man, you know, he got this golden nugget, right? And he believed that it was a golden nugget. He did not go out and have it appraised. He just believed that. And he immediately did um, a small action step, right? It says he went out and he found work. Now, out of the belief that he was already rich, having that gold nugget, he went out and he made himself more rich, okay? So he used that golden nugget, or what he thought was, to increase his imagination to become more successful, okay? So he kind of probably thought in his mind, it doesn't matter what happens out here, I'll I'll do my very best, I'm already rich, right? Now, the second man he used that golden nugget as an outside help, right? Um, so what, what most people do is they see something like, okay, here's this, this golden nugget. Yes, it's finally going to save me, right? And when he went and had it appraised, I'm sure he, he didn't appreciate that, right? That would be very surprising. Um, he, of course, did not receive success, right? What happened after that? 
well, we don't really have the, the rest of the story. We don't know. However, I can tell you this. If he's like most people, he, of course, did not experience success, but he also created an excuse, a reason, or a story as to why he had to stay in the, the conditions of his life, right? And he probably used that man who gave him a golden nugget as his excuse. So he could have said something like, oh, see, you know, even people who are trying to help me, that it's not really helping, right? Or this guy, is he's so rich and, you know, he gave me nothing and see, it's not helping me, right? The world is out to get me. You ever been there before? I have. You ever know people who are stuck there? Yeah, it's frustrating, isn't it? Now, here's the thing, that excuse, that story, that reason, guess where it comes from? Your imagination, okay? So your imagination is running the show. All right, so if that's the case, if you really are using your imagination all day, every day, how can you use it to your advantage? So I have a, an example of uh, an activity that I have done nearly every day for, for many, a couple of years that I can think of. Um, it was passed down to me by a mentor. Um, I've used it with coaching clients. I know it works for them. Um, I will tell you this though, there is simplicity in this exercise. And oftentimes I find that when there's simplicity, people discount it. Also, you need to be consistent and persistent when using this. So it's very simple. You can actually do it in just a few minutes a day, but I promise you there will come a time after you do it a few times, you're like, yeah, yeah, this isn't working. I'm done with it. When people use this activity and they're persistent in it, things happen. Okay. It's like this activity I'm going to give you is like that golden nugget. Although it wasn't, this is not brass. This is actually a golden nugget. I tell you this because somebody listening here is going to discount it as soon as I tell you. I'm hoping that you as the listener are going to take this on and say, you know what, I'm going to try it because I trust Michelle and it's worked for her and I'm just going to try it. Okay. So you may want to come back to, this is the, the 13 and a half ish um, point. So you minute in the, in the podcast, you may want to come back to this and say, all right, about 14 minutes in or so, I want to come back to this so I can write this down. All right. So here's what you do. First of all, you want to think about what you want, okay, um, and what you really want, right? So if you could only pick one thing that you really wanted in life, what would that be? And be very specific. If you're just starting to do this kind of work, you might find it better to start small. Um, so for the example I'm going to share with you today is something that you could do um, that you could actually receive a result from today, Okay. So there's other things. Um, I'm actually looking at my goals right now. There's a couple things that I could get done today. And there are things that are going to take more time. Uh, I'm going to share with you something that just that I'm going to do for today. Okay. So think about what you really want. So for me, I have really been kind of, I won't say stuck, but kind of hovering in this area of love and forgiveness. Uh, wanting to really increase my ability to love myself and others. That's something that I've been working on for several weeks. Um, and I can't tell you when I'm going to stop because I'm kind of loving it. Actually, I'm finding that the more that I'm doing this, the more success is just kind of showing up on my doorstep without me having to do anything. 
Uh, and I think that this is really my purpose in life. So for today, I want to plan to show other people love. That's what I want to do. Okay. So the first thing is figuring out what you want. Okay. And then you close your eyes and you imagine what that looks like, what that feels like. Okay. So it's really important that you're seeing you actually be that person in your vision and you're feeling the feelings. Okay. So for example, for me, um, today on my schedule, I have this podcast. Um, I'm headed off to church. I have a meeting later this afternoon. I have a call this evening. Um, I need to put in some work time, some writing time, and I'm going to spend some time with my family. So that's what's on my schedule for today. So I'm going to spend two to three minutes on each one of those. Now, when you first start, just pick one. Just pick one and spend two to three minutes thinking about it, okay? Now, I'm telling you this because I've been doing this for, for years and, and the love thing for months, so I can, I can do this one. So this is how it would show up for me. I would think about, okay, as I'm doing the podcast, how can I show appreciation and love to you? So when I was putting my plan out together today, I was imagining me sharing this information with you. And I'm, I'm literally just imagining that I'm sitting next to you and we're having a conversation. Okay. When I go to church, how can I show love to the people at church? Well, I can smile. I can laugh. I can talk, right? When I'm in my meeting later, how can I show love? Honestly, the best way that I can show love in this meeting today is to pause and to listen and to ask great questions. Okay. Not to show up and tell everybody this is what we're doing, but to ask good questions. On my teaching call later, how can I show love? By being present. And before I get on that call, I'm going to spend time thinking about being grateful for this opportunity to be with these people. Okay. And then um, during my work time, you know, how can I show love? Well, first of all, the work that I need to do is for my dissertation. It's my homework. So I'm going to spend some time a little bit beforehand thanking myself for, you know, doing this work. And when I'm with my family, how can I show them love? And so I have a kind of a picture in my head of, of how I can show each person love based on their own love language. Okay. So the importance of this is that for each one of these things that are on my schedule, I spent a couple minutes and I, I saw myself in the vision actually, you know, like reaching out and, and rubbing my daughter's back because I know she likes that or, um, having a, a joke with my son, because that's something that we like to share together or listening to something that my husband says, right? So I'm imagining that I'm actually in there and I'm feeling what that would feel like. Okay. So you just spend a couple minutes with your eyes closed thinking about that. Now, once you do that, if you want, if this might be helpful, you can just jot that down. Um, when I first started, I just jotted it down on a post-it note. Okay. Now I have a journal, so I put everything in there. What I do at the end of the day, um, is I go back and I review, okay, this was my plan. How did it go? Right. What did I learn? Um, and what can I do better next time? Right. Because it's not okay to just learn something and it's not okay to just learn and do something, but the real growth comes when you learn something new, you make a plan and then you review the plan and say, what did I learn? Okay. So here's the thing is that you can use your imagination for your own good. Okay. For, by design, it takes no more work because somebody out there, I'm, I'm sure you're saying, oh yeah, Michelle, that's great. But you don't know what I have to do in the morning to get ready. I get it. But here's the thing. It takes no more work to use your imagination for your own good. 
than it does to worry and fret and fear. Okay. So even if you're not ready to kind of jump out and try this, maybe first thing in the morning, maybe the next time you're sitting in your car and you're worrying about something, it will trigger you and go, Ooh, wait a minute. How can I imagine this for my good? Okay. I would love it if you would reach out and let me know what you come up with. Um, you can, you know, do that by email, michelle at growbyone.com, or um, you can find us on social media. And if you need any help, please don't, don't hesitate to reach out because I would love to help you gain this skill that's been so valuable for me. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, I hope that this episode helps you get your day started off on the right foot. So feel free to reach out to us at any time. If you'd like, you can, of course, join us on social media. Many of you have already done that. Um, You can email me at Michelle, so M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Michelle at growby1.com. So that's G-R-O-W-B-Y and the number one dot com, Michelle at growbyone.com. And for our latest online uh, courses, offerings, classes, um, and experiences, feel free to check out the description for this podcast episode and it will have everything there that you need. So with that, I thank you. I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. and We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.